Welcome to week number two in March, which is the Women Making History Month. And to ring in this week, I have a guest named Kayla Yoder from the Confidence in Christ podcast, where we dive into a little bit of a delicate, touchy subject, which is, is counseling and getting counseling for mental health a lack of faith in God and the Holy Spirit to heal you or to counsel you? Or is it responsible, healthy, and a good idea? Listen, we're going to tip over some sacred cows and step on some religious toes, and we're going to have a good old time doing it and probably set you free. So let's jump into today's episode. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Java with Jen with your host, Jenna Lee Samuel. On this show, I bring the simplicity of hearing God's voice into everyday life in a no-nonsense, authentic, and super practical way. With coffee in hand and real life in our faces, let's do this. Whether spring is upon us, New Year's is around the corner, or fall is on the horizon, we always have a reason to be digging through our closet and updating what we have to wear. But for a lot of people, it just feels a little rude going in the closet and looking at clothes that you just don't know what to do with. Many of the women I've worked with don't know how to choose clothes that will flatter their body or capture their style. And so she finds herself defaulting to jeans and a t-shirt or better yet, hmm, yoga pants. Listen, if that's you, your frustration is valid but I have a solution for you. You guys know I love fashion and it's because I've worked with over 9,000 women and have seen them come out of their shells and make sense of their clothes and feel not only amazing, but like they found themselves. Learning the basic skills to help their outsides match their inside awesomeness is something that changes your life. If you want help in this area, go visit jsamuelstyling.com, that's J samuelstyling.com and click the link to check out my less than two hours workshop where I drill down to the most essential information that you need to have a total style transformation in bite-sized pieces. You'll be surprised how some simple keys can unlock so much revelation and confidence in your closet. So go again to jsamuelstyling.com, tap the link that says check out my workshop and grab the workshop for less than the cost of a new pair of jeans and experience your own style upgrade while you ditch all the closet overwhelm. Let me help you find the style you'll absolutely love. Thanks so much for coming back to another episode of Java with Jen. And I am your host, Jenna Lee, here with my guest, Kayla Yoder, who I had the delight of meeting online. Now, Kay- Kayla has a beautiful story. And in today's episode, we're going to tackle kind of this like misnomer that's been in the church I would say it's probably had a lot more liberation of freedom these days, but it probably depends what pocket of the U.S. that you live in, because she was sharing some of her local mindsets around counseling and getting mental health therapy when you need it. And in the church, sometimes it is it's almost I don't know, kind of look down on with one eye, like people kind of look at it like, oh, you need counseling, you know? And I'm like, yes, you need a physical doctor. I need counseling. They're all parts of our humanity. And so counseling is actually something that I feel like 
is really, really healthy. I think everybody should have a counselor. And Kayla, let me introduce you to Kayla before I get too far down the rabbit hole of our episode here. Kayla is a woman of God seeking to follow his will, no matter where he may lead. She's the host of Confidence in Christ podcast, where her and her guests have rich conversations about the goodness and the faithfulness of the Lord. Her stories are powerful and they share the stories of others and how they encounter God in their everyday life as part of her mission. Being authentic and confident and Christ-focused are what Kayla hopes to sh- will shine through her writing and her speaking. She's also a blogger, a mom, a wife, a business owner, and a respiratory therapist. Holy moly, she does all the things. So every facet of her life offers her the opportunity to share the gospel and spread the good news of Jesus. And I have already experienced this just in my one conversation with her that she really, really loves to just let the Lord lead. And that's my favorite kind of people. So Kayla, thank you for coming on the show with me. Yes, thank you so much for inviting me. Absolutely. Okay. So when Kayla and I met, she was so gracious to be willing to come on the show with me. And I loved the vision of her podcast being confidence in Christ. You guys know me being in fashion. That is actually something I'm really passionate about because they're very connected, our identity and who we are and all of that stuff. So I just love that that was her her passion and her vein. And so we got onto the topic of counseling and how counseling plays into that, how counseling played into her story. Um, And so Kayla, why don't you share a little bit of your story? You had mentioned uh, something that happened with your parents and how that pulled you in to this path that you're on right now. So why don't you go ahead and dive into that, share a little bit. Yeah. So um, I grew up in the church. I had wonderful parents and um, they separated back when I was in my early 20s. And um, so my parents were divorced, but I was still very, very close to my mom. And in November of 2020, she became sick. Mm -hmm. Um, And being an only child, I took on a lot of the responsibility for myself. Um, As a respiratory therapist, I just really took that on, I guess. I um, took responsibility for making sure she was feeling better or um, getting better and had to help her make hard decisions like going to the hospital. And we were in and out of the hospital for two months at the end of 2020. And um, she graciously met the Lord actually on the night of the Bethlehem Star. So it had not been... Uh, yeah, so it had not been visible on earth for over 800 years. And I thought it's so appropriate that she got a front row seat for Christmas and she got welcomed into Jesus' arms all with the Bethlehem star. So that's kind of neat. And Christmas is really hard. She passed away just a few days before mm-hmm. Christmas, obviously. But um, as, as an only child and taking on that responsibility, it um, grew into a place of guilt and shame that I should have done something different. I just, I could not forgive myself for her death, even though it was not mine to carry. It was, that was not what God intended. And um, the longer I went, the deeper I got into this kind of like secret shame that the enemy was holding me under. I outwardly, like my words, I was praising God. I was um, very uh, not typical in the grief process. People kept saying, I don't know how you do it. Like, how are you still so hopeful? How are you helping other people while you're still in this really raw grief? And I would just 
turn everything back to God. And it was truly from my heart. But at night in that dark place, the enemy would just attack me and tell me it's mm-hmm. all your fault. Like it, you could have stopped this and lie after lie. Wow. And um, after I reached out to um, a very dear mentor of mine, I just kind of told her and I hadn't told anyone else about those kind of secret mm-hmm. uh, shame that the enemy had wrongfully placed on me. And she's like, you, you've you got to find somebody to talk to. We've got to find you a counselor that can just kind of help you walk through this and pull out those lies. Um, I tried a couple different counselors and I'm here to tell you that you don't have to stick with the first one you find. They yes. do not <laughs> they do not all click with you and that's no. okay. Um, so it took me a couple tries and I landed with one that I am so, so thankful for. And through lots of work, months and months of work, um, hard work, I had no idea how hard counseling would be mentally um, and physically, really. I mean, I would be drained after hard sessions, but the healing and just the growth that has ha- happened through that has been so so God. It's just so him. Okay. So why don't you, let's tackle some of these like mindsets that you've either experienced in the church or that you've heard of. I mean, I can even think of, I I've heard of a church now this, it just, it just makes me want to cry that there was a church where the pastor, where his wife needed counseling. And so she was going, she was having mental health breakdowns and like dealing with multiple person, not multiple, uh, bipolar or whatever. And so they went and took her to a counselor and were getting her counseling. Well, the elder board of that church actually let that pastor go. They released him from his job because Mm. of his wife's mental health stuff. And they said, well, if your wife is having to see a counselor, we don't know that you guys are fit for this position. And so Mm. it's like they punished him for her going and getting help so that she could get better. That'd be like if I fired or we fired our pastor because the wife went to the doctor to get hormone therapy. You know what I mean? That's so ridiculous. (laughs) And so what have you heard of or experienced in the process of you having these conversations? Uh, I live in the Bible Belt of the U.S. I'm Indiana, uh, Amish community. All of my neighbors are Amish except like two. So talking about your emotions and counseling, things like that are just not, not done. And lately, and like you said at the beginning, the last couple of years have brought so much knowledge and just light to mental health that it's way more talked about now. Mm -hmm. And actually like, I'm super open about it. At first I was like, I like, I can't tell anybody I'm going to counseling because it was just such that negative, you don't trust God or like, you can't have strong faith in him. If you're going to counseling, like he's your ultimate counselor. What are you doing wrong? And that's kind of how this area was raised and how we were taught. Like, if you don't trust God enough, like that's when you have to go to a counselor and then woof, like you got to really work with your relationship with God. And, um, my mentor that really helped push me into this and help me find the right one was like, that is such a lie from the enemy. Like that is an old way of thinking we have got to let go of. Like God has created these counselors with the ability to talk to us and help us pull out things that we just need to hear verbally out of our mouths and um, help with guidance that is biblical that is going to heal us in ways that we had no idea did. And so um, our church has actually just signed on a counselor onto staff, which is 
absolutely wow. amazing. Um, and our pastor is very open that he goes to counseling and how that helps him. And so the, the longer we go after the pandemic, I feel like the more it's being accepted, but man, those, those original kind of thought processes of, oh, like you just don't trust God enough. We're so heavy on me that yeah. kind of breaking through them and saying yes to counseling was hard because of those. Wow. That's so crazy. So it's kind of like, okay, so we know the word of God says the Holy spirit is our counselor, right? So we know that obviously that, that role of a relationship is important. Having counselors in our life because the Holy spirit is also our counselor, but Mm -hmm. the Holy spirit, uh, the father is also our provider. So that'd be like the equivalent of saying, oh, you don't really trust the Lord. If you go get a job, or if you have a husband who pays your bills, uh, pays the bills, you know, because you're not yeah. trusting the Lord to provide because you have these other people filling that role. That's stupid. Right. <laughs> That's so dumb. That's how religion is. Religion twists and puts yes. a burden on you unjustly. And so, I mean, even in a, in Proverbs, it says that he who has many advisors, many counselors, victory is sure. And so mm-hmm. there is so much wisdom and the church has done such a disservice to people by treating the soul aspect of who we are, our mind, our will, and our emotions, like it's bad or unredeemed. It's mm-hmm. just part of our humanity and God made it. And it's important. It's important to understand. So I don't know about you, when I've gotten counseling and my counselor was able to explain, hey, this is what's happening in your brain or even in your body when you're having this experience that drives you to maybe want to make wrong choices or less moral choices or selfish choices or whatever. And so mm-hmm. understanding that, okay, so the unselfish, you know, fight or flight triggered up responses, anger, whatever, I could I could separate myself from the shame of that because I could understand where it was coming from and why it was happening. So then I didn't have to waste my energy on shame. Instead, I could go actually deal with the problem. And that's where counseling was so helpful for me. It helped me get away from shame. What about you? Yeah, exactly the same. I had no idea that like shame was layered like that's just the top. There are so many deeper layers. And if you find that root cause like you can deal with it so much easier like we just don't know how to identify it we don't know what it looks like or because we're not taught that that's not something that they teach little kids which I have started since with counseling they gave me oh it's one of those like rainbow colorful like um emotion wheels or whatever they call it Uh and I brought it home and showed my kids and I'm like okay when you're angry like which one of these underneath that is that and they're like oh okay and so like working it out with them and then kind of applying that back to myself every time I feel one of those is just it's so helpful and you don't realize what is underneath until that counselor helps you identify it and that's what they're there for they're not there to fix you they're there to help you understand better how God is working in your life and how you can actually trust him deeper Mm -hmm. when you understand what's actually happening in your head It's so true. And I feel like even, and I love that you're doing that with your kids, but when, when we, when we help our kids have language for their emotions, or we finally have language for emotions, it actually empowers us to operate in more self-control because Mm -hmm. we can make sense of what's happening inside and we figure out how to respond to it and how to manage it. And that self-awareness and that self-management 
produces fruit of the spirit, like patience, Mm -hmm. self-control, kindness. Like it actually enables us to walk out the fruit of the spirit. So that's so good that you're doing that. I love that. So talk to us a little bit as you've, you've gone into the counseling a little bit. I know there was like a, a healing journey that you had to go on. There was a point where I feel like if I'm remembering your story correctly, either the Lord spoke to you about just being, or somehow that idea was dropped in your, in your heart. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah. So, um, as time went on, um, I did very heavy counseling for, gosh, it was probably four to six months. I mean, we're talking every week, an hour a week, like it was, it was intense. And, um, as I began to heal and as the main part of that healing was done, we slowly backed off and, um, I, began journaling a little bit more and just talking to God and be like, okay, like now what? Like, what do I do now? Not that I'm done. Like, it's not a check mark. I will go to counseling for as long as my counselor will have me because I just <laughs> love that space. But God really said, like, I just need you just to be. And I was like, okay, uh, what does that mean? Like, what does just be mean? And in my just simple brain, I thought, oh, it's a travel ban. Like, I don't need to travel right now. I just need to be at home. And so like everybody asked like, oh, can you like go do this? Can we go do that? And I'm like, nope. Like, and it wasn't little things. It was like, oh, do you want to go like 10 states away? I'm like, nope, like can't do that. You got to stay home. God told me so. And it was because, and it sounds silly, but it helped me focus in on him and what he actually had for me. Whereas mm-hmm. if I had gone to those places or traveled farther distances, I might've gotten distracted by what I was going to do. And so by just being there with him, um, it really meant not only to just stay at home, but also to spend time with him, to dig mm-hmm. into the word, to get to know who he is and just sit with him, to not mm-hmm. expect to come out of it with anything, not to expect um, like this big epiphany to happen. It was simply just to spend time with him because how do you build a relationship? You spend time with the other person, you talk to them, you listen to them and just communicate. And over that season of just being with him, I have learned so much about who he is. And that has helped me stand firm in um, everything that has been since then. And it's just been such a, a blessing to simply spend time with the Lord, not expect a bunch out of it, but to just get to know my savior better. Mm, That's so beautiful. I love that. And I love that. And I'm panning out, looking at like your, your journey, there was the trauma and the loss of your mom. There was counseling to tend to your, all the emotions and all the stuff that you were dealing with. And then the Lord took you into this deeper place with him. And then, which we haven't gotten into yet. And then there was a discipleship relationship that the Lord brought into your life as well. So there's this progression that I see and something that I've noticed in the word of God in like Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, I shall not want. If you guys look closely at that, he actually in that, re- in that passage ministers to the soul of the person before he makes a demand of their spirit, which some people are going to go, oh, sacrilege. It's supposed to be spirit first. Yes, I understand. But if you think about the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentle self-control, or even the fruits of love, which is love is patient, love is kind, love is not envious. It does not boast. It is not rude. All those things. All of those things minister to the soul of a person. If I'm patient with you, it ministers to your soul first, but because I'm ministering to your soul, it actually makes room for your spirit to then be touched by what I'm bringing. And so I feel like the power of counseling is too. counseling can like help minister, minister to our soul 
and our spirit, but it ministers to our soul in such a way that paves out and smooths out some places so that we can receive from the Lord in a truer, um, less twisted way. Mm. If I can say that, you know what I mean? It's not as twisted with all of our wrong thinking because we've been straightening out our wrong thinking. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Would you Mm -hmm. agree with that? Yeah, no, it, it, it just clears the path for God a little bit better. It helps us see what he's actually trying to tell us by speaking directly to us. And we can just kind of get the fog that might be blinding us out of our way. So no, I totally agree with that. So why don't you take us into that last phase of your journey, which was how the Lord took you from that place of him pouring into you and how that grew into a a different relationship with someone else. Yeah. So um, what's really interesting is that I always expected something like this to be very like cut and dry. Like, you know, exactly when it started and exactly when it ended, but God blended it all together into one beautiful mixing pot um, because it wasn't just like, oh, you're done healing. Now you can do this. It was actually through the healing journey and that process that God um, offered me the opportunity to um, minister to a friend. Mm -hmm. Uh, She had been diagnosed with a very uh, scary form of breast cancer. And um, uh, prior to this, we had never had any like Jesus talks, I would say, uh, because it just that didn't come up a lot. And that was okay. But she knew where I stood. And Mm -hmm. she knew that I had a deep relationship with God and that she could always come to me. And um, she came to me real soon after her diagnosis. And um, I was just like, I I can't fix it. I can't take it away. I'm going to pray for you. But can I just encourage you? Can I randomly send you just like little voice messages to encourage you? And she was like, absolutely anything. I need everything. Like, I don't know what to do. Her entire world was rocked. And so um, and she, I thought it'd be. She was an atheist, wasn't she? Um, She grew up Mormon. Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't know how I got atheist. Yep. But okay. Oh. Yep. So she grew up Mormon. So her idea of God and things were just different than mine. Mm -hmm. Um, Still knew who he was, but just a little bit different. And um, so I thought I'd be cute and make like this fun little like beginning to my voice message. I was like, hey, like, welcome to Confidence in Christ with Kayla. And I was trying to be cute. (laughs) And then like my husband, I sent it to my husband. I was like, oh, this is what I sent to her. And he was like, that's really good. I was like, okay, whatever. Kind of blew it off. And I would send her, I was going to do it like two or three times a week. And I found that God used that actually to minister to me. Mm. I loved and longed for that time when I would spend time in the word. And then I would create a two to three minute voice message to send to her. We'd read the scripture and then I would just break it down real, real simple because I knew she knew nothing about scripture, nothing about God. I was just trying to help her know that no matter what God has through this cancer journey, he Mm -hmm. is going to be there for you and you can have confidence in him through this ugly. Mm -hmm. And that was the whole point was just to encourage her and help her build her confidence and know why she could trust God, why she could have confidence in him. Mm -hmm. And as that grew, um, I, I mean, it was daily and actually this, uh, coming week, it'll be December 3rd, uh, will be our 365th day. So we've been wow. doing it for exactly a year and we've celebrated multiple times when we hit different mile markers. Um, 
but a whole year I have besides my husband and God, I've never dedicated myself to someone <laughs> outside of my family for every single day of the year. Yeah. And um, God just kind of took that and he goes, okay, well, why are we just sharing this with her? Why can't we share it with others? Mm-hmm. And that's how he led me to just start um, interviewing people about their confidence. And honestly, I did it just so I could share more stories with her. Um, but God used the platform of a podcast to just kind of document those. And I was super selfish at first and just kept it all to myself. And I was like, these are just for me. These are great. And then God gave me the green light. And it's like, nope, this is for everybody. So that's kind of how the podcast was birthed and how God has kind of fluidly moved through from like pain to healing to um, passing on that healing to others. Oh, that's so beautiful. I just love it. So A, I just love your faithfulness. Like faithfulness is such an underrated quality that is so huge. Not many, I don't know if I could have stuck at 300. I've been like, oh, sorry, I'm going to have to, I'll catch up with you tomorrow. You know what I mean? I probably would have missed some days in there. And so that's incredible. But I, I love also how the Lord is like, hey, I see your faithfulness. Let's feed let's feed my sheep with that, you know? And so did you, mm-hmm. did you save all of those little voice memos? I do. So on my podcast, um, seven uh, days a week, I release um, seven of those daily scripture drives and they are the exact same ones I sent to her. I just uh. tweaked them maybe here and there. If I said her name or family names, I would tweak and change that out. But seven days a week, you can find a two to three minute daily scripture dive. And then there's also one interview with someone a week. And um, so I'm repurposing those, so basically that same confidence journey that I went on her, with her for the last year, I am taking everyone on the podcast on as well. Wow. I love that. What a beautiful, I don't know. It's just beautiful. So you guys, obviously you need to go check out her podcast. And I'm like, I'm watching the time and I'm sitting here going, gah, like we, we haven't even dug very deep yet. Like we've gotten kind of a glanced <laughs> look at your, at your story, but we just, we don't have the time for a super deep dive, which just tells us you guys need to go follow her podcast and check it out. So what would you say are a couple like practical things that you could live with my list or leave with my listeners? And again, I feel like we basically just did a long introduction to who you are. And I'm, I'm so sorry, you guys, <laughs> I know you guys want more. So go find her podcast. Um, but what would you say are some practical things for anybody who's maybe walked through pain, has debated going and talking to a counselor is like, how do I walk through this with the Lord? Because those are different aspects of who we are, right? There's there's mm-hmm. your mind and soul, and then there's your spirit, and then there's your body, and your body is affected by trauma. Your body is affected by that stuff. So what would you say mm-hmm. are some practical things maybe that you learned in all of that, that were really helpful tools at nurturing your healing process? Yeah. So one of my first one is just that the Lord will, he's with you in your pain. Mm -hmm. Um, He sees you, he hears you, he is comforting you. He is there even when it feels like everything is falling apart. Just lean into him. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether you can just manage to um, pick up your Bible and maybe read a verse or listen to a worship song, like do something to connect yourself back to God. Just show up. That's all he asks is just is that we show up and we're just there with him. And when you're so raw and um, real to pain, just mm-hmm. showing up and letting God heal that and just just even just put a small bandage over it for the moment that is him, that it, it's so worth it to just show up and spend time with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and then That's another good. one is that like, don't be afraid 
to share your story being Mm -hmm. vulnerable is scary being vulnerable is not what human nature says to do but when you do that testimony that god has trusted you with is yours to share no one else has been trusted with that specific story to bless Mm -hmm. others so if you keep it to yourself who is not benefiting from the goodness and faithfulness of God in your story? So mm. don't be afraid. Um, maybe start with some safe people, but then open up, maybe not the deep, deep parts to begin with, but I found that the deeper I go and offer those um, stories of testimony of God's goodness, that so many more people relate because we don't need more information or more knowledge. We need more examples. And um, Bob Goff said that, so I've got to give him credit for that. But it just, it stuck with me because like, we don't need a bunch of information. We need examples. We need to have tangible things to see where God has moved in our lives. Yes. A form of godliness, but denying its power. We need to see the power of God working. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you on that girl. Those are so yeah. good. Those are really good. And you know what, as simple as those are, it is huge. Like there's something mm-hmm. about when you share your story, it also reminds you of what God has done and it stirs your faith again, you know, and it mm-hmm. really iterates in your heart. Like again, like God is good. God was mm-hmm. there for me. That's so good. Okay. You guys, um, how can they get a hold of you, Kayla? And then we'll go into life hacks, but how can they reach you if they want to find you online? Yeah, they can uh, follow me on Instagram. It's just Kayla Yoder uh, on Facebook. I also just launched my website earlier this week. It's KaylaDiane.com. And then, of course, you can find the podcast. But I am working on transitioning everything over to the KaylaDiane.com. That way I've got one central hub for everybody to find blog posts and all those sorts of things. So, yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. KaylaDiane.com. I'm going to put those links in the show notes. So if you guys forget by the time the episode's over, just go check it out in the show notes. Okay, now don't go anywhere because we have a life hack coming right at you. Okay, Kayla, why don't you tell us what your wonderful life hack is for this week? All right, I've got one that's just super practical and one that's a little bit deeper. So my practical one is to have separate laundry baskets for each person of your family. I know that sounds so silly, but it has honestly changed our family's lives because (laughs) I, when I sort clothes out of the dryer, like my kids know, like that's your responsibility now. And if you want to wear something, it's there. You just have to go find it. And then they don't have that excuse of like, oh, I couldn't find it digging through. Like, nope, it's in your basket. That's your problem now. That's such a great life hack. You know, we did that too. And, and now all my boys just do their own laundry because <sighs> they don't yes. want it to get mixed up. And so they know if they wait on me, I'm going to combine a couple to make sure the load is full. You know, they're like, yep. don't touch my laundry, mom. I'll do my own. So that's awesome. Oh, good job. That's I my goal. It. Mine are, my kids are six and almost 10. So you'll I'm like, there. okay, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get yep. there. You'll so. get there. Okay. So what's your <laughs> second one? Uh, second one is something that we've implemented with um, just our parenting, and it's being honest with our kids and answering mm-hmm. their questions right away. So um, I feel like our kids have big theological questions all the time. Now, we're we're talking about Jesus and things like that. We're not like 
those crazy people but like that some would think but like we just we move him into our conversations a lot and my kids ask really big questions and it's real easy to push those off and like oh I don't know how to answer that right now like we'll do it later but I found that just being honest with them and like you know what I don't know let's go into scripture and find out what God says about that and just pulling up the bible app or going over and opening um the actual book and looking it up has been so wonderful for our family and for our kids to know one we as parents don't have it all together we do not know everything we don't want to know everything that's not what God asked us to do but we are willing to find the answers and work through their hard questions with them and we want to make sure that they know that those hard questions aren't scary we don't need to ask them like God actually invites us to talk about those things and um, we don't give our kids enough credit I don't think we're like oh they're too young like they wouldn't get it no they really, really get it. So give them credit, be honest with them and just talk out those hard conversations with them. That's so good. I love that. That, And I a hundred percent say yes and amen to that because they do, they think, I mean, like, I think all of us, our kids have stumped us on like theology questions. It's like, Oh yeah. I've never thought of that. And I do not know. I I don't know. I don't know if we'll know on this side of eternity, the answer to your question, buddy, (laughs) you know, And that's okay. It's okay. And I love that. But that's, that's amazing. I was talking to one of my boys the other night about something similar. And I shared with him the scripture that says that the secrets are, are, are the hidden things are God's, but it's the revealed things that are ours to possess. And I'm summarizing, I'm not quoting it exactly correctly, but the hidden things, the secrets are belong to God. But the the revealed things belong to us. And like, there will always be secrets. There will always be things we don't Mm -hmm. understand. But that doesn't mean we don't search it out because when it becomes revealed, then we can walk in it. And so- that's huge. That's amazing. That's a beautiful life hack. Well, Kayla, thank you so much for coming on my show. I'm just impressed that Zoom is not cutting off our conversation. Go us. We did really good staying in our time frame. But thank you so much for coming on my show. And you guys don't forget, go check out her podcast, the Confidence in Christ podcast with Kayla Yoder and uh, KaylaDiane.com, right? K-A-L-I. Or K-A-L-A-D-I-A-N-E. Yep. Dot com. So go check out her website, y'all, and make sure you share this episode with a friend. If someone is like, you know, has gone through something tough and they're unsure about counseling or whatever, um, share this with them. I also want to let you know there are oftentimes counseling can be expensive and that can be a big hurdle for people. I would also, if you're interested in getting counseling and you don't know where to look, go talk to your pastor. A lot of times they'll know community resources that are available. Otherwise, I believe Samaritans usually has a network in most regions of counselors. And usually they will say on there if they're a faith-based counselor, like a Christian counselor or whatever. And um, because I've had friends find them that way. And I believe a lot of times they're either very affordable or sometimes free because it's like a, you know, it's just considered like a charitable uh, work, like a pro bono situation. So there are ways to find counselors. Um, but if you've been considering that, I highly, highly, highly encourage it because processing your soul is responsible. Processing mm-hmm. and managing your emotions, your mind, your experiences is responsible. You have a responsibility to do that. And, um, there's also great books. There's actually another podcast uh, that I'm going to throw out there. There's a big part of my healing, uh, which is, uh, what's her name? 
um, Caroline Leaf, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Her podcast is called Cleaning Up the Mental Mess, and she's a neuroscientist, but she just does a beautiful job at helping you figure out ways that you can change your thinking to change your life. It's it's powerful. So you can check out her podcast as well. Otherwise, come back next week. We have another fun episode coming at you. Don't forget our episodes are on Tuesdays instead of Thursdays. Go check out the merch store at javawithjenmerch.com and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. Listen, let's stay connected. Come follow me on Instagram at javawithjen where you can follow the latest and say hey. It's a really great way to stay in touch. Many of you have also asked how you can support the show. You can make donations through the Anchor app or on Patreon, or of course, by sharing, rating, and reviewing on social media and iTunes as well. Your heartfelt feedback always reminds me why I do this. Also, don't miss our merch store where you can get super cool Java with Jen swag and coffee. Find it at javawithjenmerch.com. Until next time, remember... Hearing God's voice is simple, and He wants to be a part of your everyday life. See you next week.